0: for the healthies. It's gluten-free. Got mashed potatoes. Styling. Smiling. Living it up in the kitchen. Got a heels on. Apron. Kiss my girl. She's so pretty. It's too hard. Hot damn.
1: I'm so hungry. Double gobble. Oh, I am so hungry. I can't wait till tomorrow afternoon. You get a turkey trot some... on? Oh, turkey trots? Always. Always. Seconds and thirds. You can always count on me to clean my plate. No, I'm talking the turkey run. The turkey trot run. I will be doing no running tomorrow. No. Tomorrow is a day it. of uh, no exercises. You have, Marissa. Not a girl. Have, I have done it. Not a girl. Yep. Way to go. Uh, Very good. active. Well, welcome to this yeah. Thanksgiving edition of Patriots Rap 360 alongside Jason Shirell. I'm Mike Conley here for your rudderless discussion on all things Patriots. What's going on, Jay?
2: Well, you know, short week. You know, short week. Short week. Yeah, a lot of injuries. It's about mental toughness. A lot of preparation. On happened. a short week. I, 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 oof, they better be. Mentally. Mental
1: and physical toughness. Woo. Next man up. Woo. It's a mash unit. I mean, what happens if there is no man up?
2: Because there's no one
1: there. That's it's where we're at. Troy Brown better keep his phone on. And Randy Moss. <laughs> oh, I don't think we're going to see Randy or oh, Troy by that way. Better. Maybe a Josh Boyce, though. The Pats did uh, work out three wide receivers today. You probably not going to recognize any of them. Uh, Julian Talley, former UMass wideout. Alan Bonner of Jacksonville State and Austin Willis of Emporia State. So uh, Talley's kind of been up and down with the Giants last couple of years on their practice squad. Had a couple coffee with them. Played a little arena league. So we'll see. Yeah. You know? You're boring me. We're about finding value. That's what
2: BB's all about. (laughs) I mean, it's pretty. Finding value. I'm just saying it's a little shallow trying to find value right now. Hey, buddy. You know? if it was
1: 2 weeks ago we could add Wes Weckla brought him in for uh for for a nice little tryout. i
2: know you, you know? know timing's everything i guess right
1: what are you going to do i was thinking maybe we see a brandon gibson back in the full team and how he spent some uh some training camp with us but you know what wasn't boring was uh last uh the monday night football game New England Patriots, Buffalo Bills. Oh yeah, they did. It, they did. They yeah. played. They do you played. remember? Yeah, I do. It was. Uh, it was kind of a scare, a little bit. Yeah. For a while.
2: touch and go. I mean, it was a gutsy. It was a gutsy win again. You know. I mean, uh, defense was incredible. Uh, the offense. I mean, wh- what are you going to do? I the mean,
1: defense was incredible.
2: And uh, in, in offense, I mean, look, Brady was uh, a lot of pressure. Yeah, he, he threw the ball the ball away a lot. Made some smart decisions in throwing the ball away. No question. Uh, and, uh, you know, they gutted it out, you know. I mean, it's going to have to be that plus some yeah. this coming week. No question.
1: No question. We'll, we'll get to that in a yeah. little bit. But, um, you know, you got to have a couple ugly ones oh, yeah. mixed in there, huh? you know.
2: I mean, this was a little bit uglier than the Giants game. The Giants was uh, – it wasn't that ugly, but, like, this stepped it up to the ugliness. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's going to get uglier. But you know what? Great teams – Win in adversity, and they are in adversity. And
1: in different ways. I mean, the defense stepped up. I mean, the special teams was extraordinary, and they have been the past few weeks. And really all season, they've been pretty solid. Secondary, extraordinary? Yeah, I mean. Extraordinary? Two weeks ago, that Amendola punt return was probably like the biggest uh, play of the game, not to mention. Oh,
2: yeah, I'm sorry. I thought you said secondary. Uh, uh, Special teams, yeah, special teams. Yeah, you're right. Right, this
1: give him a break, everybody. Well,
2: well, I mean, good thing is okay because that was a scare as well, wasn't
1: huge, it? Huge, huge. And what's his name's dinged up too? Dobson yeah. goes out after making like
2: a big catch. Well, and he's out. Like he's he he. You won't. He's see definitely him. out. Uh, I think. I don't think. Uh, what I read was. I think he's definitely out this weekend. Uh, Emendola looks like he's going to be playing. So, yeah, sprained knee
1: is all it was, according to. Uh, Comcast Sports, Net, New England, Tom
2: Curran. When when he walked off the field, I had my head in my hands. Yeah. Thinking to myself, I'm sure just like Tom Brady was too, and Belichick as well, just being like, what now? I know. What now? Depleted. I mean, when we get that depleted, you could see the effect it has on uh, Gronkowski. I mean, you know, like he, he becomes invisible a little bit out there. He, what? They just...
1: He looked like he was a little bit of a haze out there. I know they were trying to take him out of it and double-teaming him a lot, but he just looked like, you know, I mean, that ball that bounces off his hands and mm-hmm. uh, Rambo intercepts, luckily offsetting penalties... He didn't look too good there. And he had that other ball later where he reached with
2: one arm when he probably could have had it with two. I know. I've I've noticed this too. You know? By the way, how about the the, the pass that Brady threw him, the one he caught? I mean, it was was, like a a raindrop from the sky. Just like, douche. Can't drop that one. You know? But I agree with you, Gronkowski's. I feel like he's in a little bit of funk lately. But it's not. Quite honestly, in, in the previous weeks, I feel like. He's taking a beating out there. They're not. They're not necessarily making all the calls on him. People are draped on him, um, but I'm not giving him that excuse for the Buffalo game. Yeah, not that he needs an excuse. to Be honest with you. I mean, l- listen. I mean, once we're depleted like that with the wide receivers, I mean, let's just. It's easy for the defense to just key in on Gronkowski. Yeah, and then you have Amendola now, who's like, you know, you knew Edelman, I guess, but uh, when he got hurt, like I said, I mean. W- you you got guys coming. Your playbook just shrunk. Yeah. I mean, it almost felt like the first Super Bowl when Tom Brady came in. It's like, that's what we're going to be doing going into Denver, shrinking that playbook and just keep it simple stupid and just tic-tac-toe and try to get down the field. Yeah. It's true. Um, You know, uh,
1: what was (laughs) it? I know I had a point. There was a point in there I was going to make. But, um, yeah, I mean, Brady is getting hit far too often. You know, that that that's that's a little alarming, but I was happy to see him dump it off and not, you know,
2: many times. Well, he's he's very very smart. Like he not only can does he dump it off, like where maybe like younger quarterbacks like they're going to take the chance and throw that ball in places they probably shouldn't to keep the play going. Right. Brady is he's, he's got experience and confidence and and really doesn't care too much about his stats. Right. That he's like yeah. Next play. Let's go. That didn't work out. We'll we'll go with the next one. And quite honestly like I mean, he takes hits pretty well, doesn't he? Yeah. I feel like he just still rather him not do it.
1: No, I not do it. The uh but uh <laughs> but. he said as much on Dennis Kelly the other day. He's like, "You guys know me, I don't care about my stats. I'll throw it away. It's a completion percentage, no big deal, you know." But um yeah, I mean He does like super bowls so. though. He sure does. He's got he's got four rings, and he lets you know, him, Richard Sherman. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, but but Gronk, like, I can see him being like frustrated, but he looked like in a haze, you know, coming back to the huddle on a few of those that like bounced off his hand, you know, like he maybe coupled in with Garrett Blunt or something, I don't, uh-huh. you know. I mean, he just seems like he was on a fog, you know, and and I just can't have that beast of a man in that kind of fog,
2: he, especially now. Especially now. He's got
1: to make them triple-team him, never mind
2: double-team him. Double-team still has got to be a complete. Well, you know what? I think in some ways, I think he's going to rise to the occasion. Almost like that uh, that time when Brady, people were calling for uh, Brady's head. It was at Kansas City last, last year. Yeah. Um, and he was like, you know what? Hell no. And he came out and he turned it on. So I think now, like with everyone getting hurt and on the offense, like I think he's gonna say, "Okay, it's time for me to pick up the team right now and 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 put them on my shoulders." And so, that right.
1: that being said, you know, you get into players doing too much. You hear that all the time. You don't want them to do that. You just want to play the game. Wow, the Belichick mantra: Do your. your- job well i mean exactly.
2: oh, okay sorry somebody to you, do a you, job you, you're not setting podcast. me up like belichick would okay well,
1: anyways <laughs> um but one thing i wanted to give props to espn for okay and then we won't be giving them props much this season is the stratego open on monday night football did you happen to see that the stratego pieces coming down no. with like uh belichick's face on it and brady's Mm-mm. oh it was awesome stratego one of my favorite games as a youngster so okay i was quite excited but you didn't see it, so. That's sweet. <laughs> but uh, you, you know who was resurrected this week? I don't know if you happen to see it or if he struck as much of a chord for you was uh, Gerard Mayo,
2: mm-hmm. who's
1: been like kind of playing about a quarter of the snaps on defense this year, kind of a forgotten man, used to be a stud for us, but he showed up yeah. this week. He you know, certainly showed up. Didn't get all the tackles, but he forced a lot of plays outside. You know, he set the edge on some plays. You know, I mean, he got a he 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 got into McCoy a few times, and that know. opening series, yeah, that that that's what kind of set the tone a bit because first play from sc- uh, scrimmage, McCoy rips off like a nine yard run. It's like oh boy, here yeah. it is, here it is. And next play, he jets in the backfield and tackles him for like a three yard loss. They end up going three and out in that play and you know, on that series, excuse
2: me. It, it's it, it's great to see and hopefully we get to see a little bit uh more of him going forward uh, cuz it seems like in listening to some of the interviews he he's a really a captain of that locker room. You know, like he he's well respected and a lot of the uh everyone who talks about him is, you know, the. All high regards. I mean, he, he's he's the man.
1: Yeah, you see him coaching up Freeney out there. You know, like like on the field, on the sidelines. You know, just telling him what he should be looking for because Freeney's getting a lot of the the minutes that Mayo used to. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I love that guy. But unfortunately, I think his pat stays a number unless he takes like a nice hometown uh, yeah, discount yeah, yeah. to come back in, which I'd love, and it is possible. So I shouldn't say it. Shouldn't say it. No, but. uh you know, I also thought it was interesting. Um, you know, as I always do with the offensive line.
2: I know what that's what I was going to ask. Okay, you. I mean because I, you, you know, you have this thing with the old line because it's I the allowed, most important part of a football. So team. I feel like you know, it's it's not a show unless you talk about the old line. And I was watching last last Monday night, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh boy, I guess you got something to talk about. Yeah, and what do I do
1: have to talk about? Some shuffling. Yeah, in game shuffling.
2: Yeah. Some shuffling and your boy Andrews, yeah. shuffled on over to the bench. Later days, Andrews,
1: and he had played every offensive snap up until to that, that point. Yeah, yeah. I, so, when I saw him go over there, I was like, okay, Mike, yeah. why don't you talk about that? And was it because of that false start, or is just like I, mean, I think he was just getting beat, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. It, but we, I mean, everybody please. was leaking in there. It I,
1: didn't seem like when they made the changes, they were getting any less
2: pressure either. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I I don't know. I I, I was like, I was interested to see what you might have to say about that. Because to me, I see the offensive line, I'm just like, you know, block. Big guys, block.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm excited because of the depth of the team, you know, that we can do things like that and, you know, have guys that are capable to come in. I was shocked to have Stork healthy and Andrews healthy and it not be Stork at center, you know, especially with, I could understand that when we didn't have the depth of tackles and you wanted to pull him out just in case he had to play tackle. You didn't want to get him as a center. But, no, they had Andrews in there with Stork healthy. They had Fleming at uh, uh, right tackle. And then, uh, then a little switcheroo happened in the second quarter, and we had Stork at center, and we had Seabass back at right tackle, so. And Cannon's out at left tackle, obviously. So it's good that those guys are back and getting
2: healthy. But Stork came in for Andrews to play center. Yes. Okay. But then Stork moved out of center again, did he not?
1: I don't believe so. Oh, he didn't? I okay. I'm pretty sure he finished the All game right. as a son a, but, um Yeah, but at least they're getting healthy. and Because like, moving forward, we're going to have to be better than the like 20th rated running team in the league, which is, I think, what we are right now. Yeah. You get into these winter months... You have to be able to run the football.
2: Oh, yeah, you're right. And you know what? I want to bring that up because okay. I know you were really high on Blunt, and I am not so high. Yeah. That's kind of a pun, isn't it?
1: But, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: now, he – I mean, he wasn't uh, – he wasn't really outstanding, and uh, and that was the game that you – against Buffalo, you thought they were just going to hand the rock to Blunt, and he was he was going to run. But to me, and uh, it, it makes they sense. They did, 16 carries. Yeah. You know, he's got to He gets, jam him up. He gets, know? he gets, he starts to get the yards late in the game. The defense starts to wear down. That's you got to tenderize him. Yeah. For the first three quarters. Well, I don't have time to tenderize, okay? Wow. You can to wow. put that on the grill and get this thing going. Wow.
1: You, you must be a great chef. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> well, Hopefully, I'm just you're saying, not in charge of tomorrow's meal.
2: I'm just saying. I mean, he can't get the running game going, you know? James White.
1: Your boy, there was a James
2: White sighting. Yeah, yeah, and you're going to see more, and you're going to, it's going to be better and better. You would think. Well, he earned he, it. He earned it. It's a trust thing. It is a trust
1: thing. Um, I thought Brady's pass to him for his touchdown was right on the money. Was able to lead him perfectly. It he the kid made a good read that the blitz was coming and he leaked out and Brady got it to him right away. Boom, boom. That's how you defeat the blitz. And the kid made a great play. Defeating that tackle Ugh. and getting
2: in. You know, he's no Deion Lewis, but he's do, he's do he not need to Next man up, he's going to be servicing. You know who he is? He's James White. Let him be James White. Let him be James White.
1: And he had that nice run later in the game. He's scored the only past two touchdowns. Yeah. After that big Amadola completion on that that drive.
2: Oh, which is amazing. The offsides. let about the great catch. Get down there. Patriots right down the field. Line up. Buffalo offsides. That was brilliant. I mean, he was offsides by about 20 yards, dude. Yeah. 20 yards. Okay. And the difference, here we go. Again, Belichick versus Rex Ryan teams. Okay. Discipline versus Gong Show. I mean, I'm telling you, like, what team, like the Patriots, they get that completion. Huge play. Now, most teams are going to be running around giving each other high fives, celebrating. Not the Patriots. Right off there, down the field, line up. Yeah. And that's what they did. Buffalo, I don't even know what he was doing. Yeah. They were substituting whatever was happening. See you later. And you know what? Buffalo, by the way, is the most penalized team in the NFL.
1: No surprise. Yeah. And Gruden was saying that throughout the guys, You can't beat the Patriots if you're going to get take penalties, you know. And, you know, stupid penalties at
2: that. How, and I, I really enjoyed uh, Rex Ryan throwing his uh headset. headset on the on the ground. That that I I took much enjoyment in that. Yeah, and that's probably why he was having communication problems later <laughs> in the game.
1: It wasn't the Patriots sabotaging, you know. It wasn't like, uh, you know, headset gate two no, who, no. who else was uh, like the Rex Steelers Rex. were bitching that? Uh, yeah, that was exactly. Happening. Shh, really, come on, please move it along. How, but b- how about the audible, bro, i was just Ryan say that that was awesome. Oh. Of course, it audible to about a, uh, a half a yard run by Blunt, but it was still pretty funny. I,
2: I, it didn't matter. And it was, so, it was unbelievable that it was so clear on yeah, TV. Yeah. It, I mean, it was. I was watching a game, and I laughed out loud. And I said to myself, the NFL is genius. It is like a reality show. It's really like a reality show. I mean, they just did a joke on TV, and I laughed. Tom Brady and Belichick said, hey, let's uh, let's throw out a joke here. Uh, Rex Ryan. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Really? In the first series? (laughs) And they're acting like, oh, no, that's just a part of the playbook. Oh, yeah. Come on. It was such
1: a smirk in his post game. It was so great. I loved it. Oh, my
2: God. Absolutely loved it.
1: And I loved Rex's uh, pregame interview, like right before kickoff. Did you get that? No. Uh, he just has this, like little brother complex with Belichick. It's just so funny. He's like, "Well, we're we're a better team than we were in week two, and we're gonna find that out here in the next couple of... Uh, oh my god! It just in his tantrums on the sideline. Oh, I did see just,
2: that. Yeah, yeah. I it's mean, it's so great. You know, I yeah. Uh, oh, he, he's almost like a child, right? A little bit, a little a bit. bit. And you know, just speaking of you know Rex Ryan and the whole Ryan, uh, you know, coaching family tree there. Um, it's weird that like uh, this is I was thinking about this the other day the NFL has so, so it's like like nepotism in a way that like all the coaches are somehow all, like all linked in a lineage and like it runs in the family you know the Harbaugh's and the Ryan's and I'm sure there's plenty others Um, it, I mean to me it's just like really like is there are we just like as a NFL or teams looking for coaches, are we just like, oh, let's stick with these names because we know them? Or, like, are we afraid to dig deeper and see what's out there with coaches who might, you know, do the job well? Yeah. Um, I, I don't think, I don't expect you to have an answer. I'm just... Good,
1: good. Because that wasn't a very coherent question. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean did they go back to the same well like the same coaching trees you mean like I mean
2: well, yeah I mean I feel if, like they pass around the same coaches and then it stays right there and like the, you know Ryan the Ryans are all coaches like how yeah. you know all of them are NFL coaches the father and the two sons really
1: I mean they seem to know defense pretty well and you know maybe oh, not really? so much head coach does Rob
2: Ryan know defenses
1: pretty well uh, this in from Rob Ryan he'll get a job in five minutes
2: No problem. Okay, great. You know, that's Buffalo; (laughs) They'll ruin that defense.
1: (laughs) That's a good defense. That's a good defense. Yeah, send Rob
2: Ryan there. See what he can
1: do with it. I mean, he should hook up his brother, right? I mean, make him like a a cornerback coach or defensive back coach, you know? I'm just saying. They have good D-backs, dude. They have good corners. I mean, to to have Brady, like, that pressured and stuff and have to throw that many balls away, it speaks a lot about their corners, you know? Gilmore, who's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. And they have, uh, what's his name, Ronald Dobby, Dude, he's sick. He's a rookie, and he's really coming into his own. So, so And they have the, all those studs in the defensive line who kind of showed up impression. So their defense did look
2: good. Hey, I think Buffalo has a really good team. They do. They do. They need a saying. really good coach.
1: <laughs> I mean, Rex got them poised. I mean, they're still in the playoff p- the picture. They're still in the wild card picture, you know? I mean to lose 20 to 13 to the 10 and 0 Patriots on their home field that's i mean that's not too bad you know we want to keep them in the in the conference you know keep them in the division
2: yeah all right Well, we know where uh, Mike stands he loves <laughs> Rex Ryan and the Buffalo Bills <laughs> <laughs> oh man
1: <laughs> but uh one thing on that opening drive that was also fantastic and just you know speaks more of Brady's volume was like on a third and seven, and someone was unaccounted for and came right up the middle, right in his face, and he stood in there, completed the pass for first down to Amendola. You know that was huge, and Amendola got like eleven yards. and that, just many of the big catches Amendola made. Amendola was sick, sick.
2: He had, like, what, seven catches of, like, 116 yards or something? Something, yeah. something like and that. And he, he, he went out and didn't, didn't finish the game. Yeah, in the third. Sick. Sick. And
1: he had that. You know a guy who leapt off the screen for me this week for the first time in his Patriots career? Tavon. Tavon Wilson. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Big time, dude. Big time. Huge hit. On that, on that punt return yep. you're talking about. Or, like, it just in general. Like, he, he had, like, a, a QB pressure on that first series that, that led to a punt. He he comes up Very and aggressive. stuffs the one. Yeah. He jogged the ball loose from that Woods play, you know. And, like, oh, man. And then he then he made the tackle on the next play. He was all over the place. He was all over the place. Yeah. And in a week after, I thought our safeties kind of had a kind of a sketchy game. Well, we didn't see Melvin, did we? They really showed up this time. We didn't see Melvin. Yeah. We could. Yeah. We could. Uh, maybe he was in there on special teams a few times, but I don't know. But um, but I thought Chung played great. Like Chung was doing a lot of covering, you know, up there in the slot. Yeah. It's like you you figure, like, they would go with McCody in that instance where he has that, um, you know, cornerback experience, but they just like him too much as that center fielder that they have Chung up there. And I thought Chung held his own, you know. He's known as kind of a tackler, not much of a cover guy, but yeah. he did pretty well. Uh, I was impressed with Chung, and Tavon Wilson was great, and yeah. he has a great block on that, like punt return in the at the end of the third or middle of the third, where Amandola like comes, brings it back like twenty out that led to the Pats' second touchdown. Huge, huge block on that. Yeah, and he was kind of all over the place. I was very impressed with him. And, uh, that's good to see. And I, I'm seeing, like, uh, Easley in on more plays now. Cause these first rounders, they, they did a graphic during the game. I saw that. Remember that? Yeah. Of, like, how defense. few first rounders are on the, on uh, the uh, offensive Offense. side of the ball. Yeah. And how we're stacked in the defensive. So, like, Easley and, uh, the kid from this year, um, his name Boston? is escaping me.
2: Uh, I mean, um. The Texas kid. Chandler? Oh man. Wow. Texas. Wow. Oh, first to pick. round pick, Malcolm Brown. Malcolm, oh, Malcolm Brown's. A, I mean, Branch he, has been solid all year. A, Malcolm Brown had a great. Malcolm game, Brown
1: had a good game. So did not easily. So it's good to see these young first rounders yeah. kind of rising up and starting to put their pla- stamp on it. And now Chandler, his whatever, is like fourth year in the league. He's a full fledged stud now. Nink is just like Mister Dependable, you know. Oh man, the defense, defense. really showed up. Oof. I'm really loving this defense and Malcolm again, yeah. dude shuts down Watkins, your boy. I know you're a, li- you're no, a little bit apprehensive I, to give him props. No, you're just I like I, oh I, my I, god! No. All of a sudden he's going to turn I, into a pumpkin. I, I say, no,
2: I said last I, yeah, I, I am ready for him to turn into pumpkin. Yeah. But I said last week, I'm I'm he's he's made me comfortable. I'm 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 good. Oh, he did get, get hurt by it. Hogan. He did get hurt by Hogan, uh, pretty bad. But you know what? It's going to happen. He's doing. Kid's doing great. Every defense is great. Defense is great. I'm not. I'm done. I'm not going to take shots. Okay. All right.
1: Um, the Chung just to p- kind of put a period on his day. He had that nice pass break up like in the first quarter. I want to say it was the Bills' second possession that ended up holding the Bills to three on that pass to the end zone that he like he mm. broke up. Shady. Thank God there's no face guy rule on Shady. Yeah. Boom. And then, like, actually, Hammond probably should have picked that off because it tipped right off his hands in the end zone. But it was good. It yeah. was a saving play. You know, they uh, held him to a field goal, like I said. So, you know, that was good. Uh, So. Your
2: boy, Chris Hopper. You were like, you know, jump on the Hopper train, right? That's dude, what you were saying last week? He had a nice catch that got called back because of I penalty. See, really? But. Absolutely. I mean, look, I, I actually am excited to see what he can do. Yeah. I'm excited for this week in Denver to see what he can do. I mean, listen, let's temper the expectations. Yeah. I, I just don't know what we're going to see. We'll get there. But I just don't know what we're going to see this weekend. But I w-
1: wouldn't mind seeing him in the return game a little bit. Well, Maybe think, take some hits away from Amendola.
2: Well, I think you will. You know, I think you will. At least in the kickoff game. Yeah, I know? think you will. I mean, I think that... Is for sure. I mean, Amendola's knee, you know, he, not, he, he's not going to be returning. Yeah. And, um, by the way, how about, you know, just uh, the inner Burton whistle is what we're calling it. The, the oh, the my God. The flight whistle oh or whatever boy. we want to oh call boy. it. Oh, boy. Shh. <laughs> Sorry, that was inadvertent. <laughs> I mean, what? What? H- horrible. 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 I, I And, like, you see you see the replay. You have Rex Ryan in the ref's face. Like, uh, they had a freeze frame of it. Right. He's like, pointing at Brady in the ref's face. The whistle blow. I don't even, like... Rex Ryan got that whistle blow. But how? He's like, he said,
1: oh, they're doing something illegal. And the guy bought it and he blew the whistle. Well, it's not, this is not a hockey game. (laughs) Tell that to whoever whoever that linesman was. You don't
2: blow the whistle, throw a flack. Yeah. He uh, blew
1: it dead. It was awful. It was awful. And then, and then, like, kind of both teams have a gripe because they thought there was middle ground. They're like, okay, well, they blew the whistle dead, so we won't give Amendola the touchdown, but we'll give him the completion because the whistle blew after the completion. When when you look at the replay, yeah, it, it blows when
2: the ball's in the end. Yeah, I no. you know. So, yeah, they just blew the call. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> big time, <laughs> big time. But you know, his in typical Tom Brady Patriots fashion, the press conference. Just amazing. Yeah. Like, and just I like kind K. of agree in some ways. Like, I, when I watched the game, I was like, that is the most ridiculous call yeah. a whistle I've ever seen. But, you know, he was like, you know what? He said something like, yeah, you know, we are not, not perfect. We're perfect. The
1: refs aren't perfect. perfect. Oh, my God. The guy's flawless. It, it,
2: he He's as smooth in a press conference as he is in the game. His oh. kid's just like, yeah,
1: like. You can tell he's kind of, he does have that annoyance. Like, I really don't want to be doing this, and I really want to say no to all these press conferences, but, you know, I'll
2: pick and choose the ones I say But no he's, to. he's got just as much experience in the field as he does in these press conferences. Hmm. You can't rattle him with a question.
1: He's amazing. Was In this you know period of giving thanks we have to be thankful for number 12 especially and just to
2: cheer for this team in general yes you know we're thankful for tom we're thankful for bill we're thankful for, for mr craft we're gonna thank mr craft for everybody's health kept it in new england you know kept this whole ship in new england okay because this, this thing was headed to this could be the hopford patriots for patriots wow
1: that'd be awful that would be awful. They're uh, they're they are they they could not even keep the whalers. Yeah, and and because of that, the Pats would have changed their colors to blue and green instead of blue and red.
2: Yeah, I got to be honest. The Hopper
1: Whalers logo is probably one it of the best logos cool. in sports. It is. So, you know what's one of the bad logos? Elvis Patriot. I think it's time for Mister Kraft to go back to Pat
2: Patriot full uh, time. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Would it be nice. So, yeah, I think he bought into this whole millennial. Bowl. Well, it
1: kind of looks exactly like like when the the Panthers were an expansion yeah. team, the like in ninety three ish or whatever, right. and then the next year we come out with like the Panthers looking swoosh. Well, I think that is an, a Patriot head, right? Well, it's round, awful. Round anyways, the,
2: I'm fine. It comes with Super Bowls. Right. It's cool, but around that time, everyone came with the swoosh logos. Everything I was know, swoosh. I know swoosh it's so this. Bad. Yeah, and it's like not a good trend. You know, yeah. I mean, Pat Patriots like one of the best. But when know, I logos when I see, but th- that being said. With this new logo. To super Bowls. Well, I look at that and I think a Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, I look at that and I think like, to Super I don't care super if we Bowl. had to change our logo to Bonnie. Well, if it brought Super Bowls, I'm fine with it. We should probably change that star to a Super Bowl, like a Super Bowl, the Lombardi Trophy.
1: Oh. <laughs> Elvis Patriot, like just a with little the, bit of. Just, just, the, just a little Lombardi Trophy Lombardi. right in the front? That's, that's, that's what, gloating. taking it too far? That's
2: a little gloating. That's gloating. Um. Right, you. I, I, right, why am I gloating? You used to be the one to gloated. Okay. <laughs> uh, Ten and zero, by the way. Ten and 10 0. zero. You like to talk about undefeated. Ten and 10 zero. 0. Uh, okay. Moving into this week, it's gonna be. T- can I move into this week? Because I know you like to. You can't. Okay.
1: I did want to give, give. Okay. Go ahead. I know. I see. This is why I leave it to you. but you go know, ahead. But the 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 uh, a couple things where because Rex did it's always like he really comes in with a good game plan and he calls good pressure and all this stuff. But then there's little things that go wrong during the game that the Pats just don't have go wrong. And they make the plays when they need to make the plays. So like McCourty coming over on that long bomb pass to McCoy and he swatted the ball out of his hands in the second quarter. And that results in the Carpenter field goal, that doinks, giving the Pats – the f- terrific field position for Brady to come down and get that first touchdown. That's right. That's huge. Yes. And that's about and that's what, what Belichick always talks when they, the pats don't play up to their capabilities. He's like, We made enough plays when we need to. Boom. That's what that is all about there.
2: Hey, and, and by the way. Yes. You got it out we got it out of the way. Gustavsky missed the field goal. Huge. Huge. Moving on. Fifty four. It doesn't even mess with with his confidence. It was a fifty-four Yada. It's not gonna mess with his confidence. Moving on, yeah. he missed one.
1: That guy's yeah, he, there's no messing with his confidence. And uh, also another that also streak that went down is the quarter. Streak. Oh yeah, the ended streak. at
2: thirty eight, which was nice. Let's get that out Bruce's, of the way too. By by the way, pretty amazing, right? Yeah, yeah it's pretty amazing. And
1: uh, just just to put another button on in how the how the Pats defense was so good, um, Tyrod Taylor came into the game. Uh, completing seventy percent of his passes, and he went twenty for thirty-six for two hundred and thirty-three yards, no TDs. So that defense stepped up, and that, that's like a clip of about fifty-five percent, fifty-six down from seventy. That's pretty good.
2: Yeah, and he and he broke his wing there. I don't know what's going on there with his call. Yeah, uh-huh. that was a little, a little suspect. But uh, Rex
1: left him out there because hmm, I don't know if that was the right call. But anyways, uh, and <laughs> and holding the Bills to again three for fifteen on third down. That was huge. That was huge as well. But, yes. Okay, so now we, now we move on to this week. Get after it. We have the Broncos. And for those of you looking to see uh, Brady manning uh, 17, you'll be a little bit disappointed. Instead, it's going to be Brady-Osweiler one. But that being said, I think that they're a more formidable opponent right now with Osweiler.
2: And I, I, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it really matters. I don't think it changes the game for them. Um, I, I mean, it probably does. It probably makes some- them better to that's be honest that's what i'm saying
1: yeah be- because there's zone blocking scheme and the things that like run off that zone blocking scheme are a lot of bootlegs and things like that and Peyton just couldn't do it right off the bat and then you add in the plan of fascia he couldn't even do it even worse right. you know Right. now plus the fact that can you
2: explain Plan of fascia well
1: it's that it's the kind of Okay, great. Moving on. It's basically <laughs> Seriously, though, I actually know. It's like the I don't know if it's a ligament or some type of tendon that supports the arch of the foot. Okay. And so his is partially torn, which is worse than having it all the way torn. If it's all the way torn, it, the pain threshold, the pain goes away a little bit. But where it's partially torn, it's like every step is pain, pain, pain. So you could
2: play with it if it's completely torn? I mean,
1: I guess. I mean, didn't well, tear it? Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. But uh, you know, I guess he doesn't want it bad enough. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> yeah, moving on. So Blake Oswald, I mean, after sitting his first fifty-seven games in his NFL career, he finally gets a start next week. Number one last week and uh, AFC Player of the Week.
2: Honest. Well, he get a great game? One for one. Yeah, I mean, he, this is this is his first start of his career against the Patriots. Second. Second he start? He started last week. He was AFC no. Player of the Week. Oh, right. He just started last week. I year.
1: just said that about 15 seconds ago. Like, I, I have a
2: 14-second playback. Mm. That's all I got. The second start. That was evident.
1: All right. But uh, obviously, that kid can make all the throws. He's 6'7". He's got a rocket arm. And so he's going to be more to handle than than Peyton. Yeah.
2: Yes. But to me, it's not the offense that worries me. Yeah, it's a D. According.
1: because I always feel confident with BB going against a young quarterback.
2: Yeah, you know, I mean, young rookie quarterbacks. I think they he's, I think he's one and eight, uh, eight and one against rookie quarterbacks. Do you know that one is? Take a uh, guess. Take a wild guess. Chad Pennington. Close. S- franchise. Sanchez. Ooh, Sanchez! Yeah, Mark Sanchez! Wow! Yeah,
1: he's a starting quarterback again in the NFL. Where's he at right now? Eagles. Oh, that's Brad right. Brad, Viter- that's right. We'll see him tomorrow versus the Lions. That's right. But uh,
2: so, anyways, yes, I think this weekend it's yeah, fine. Brock Osweiler, I'm not saying he could be great. he could be the next great quarterback in the mm. league. I don't know. Mm. No one knows. We'll see. Um, but and they have a they have a good offense. But let's be honest. That's not what we're up against. No. We're up against the number one defense in the league. And we are completely depleted. We are in the worst shape than we've been all year leading into this game in offense. I mean, this is a very tall task. The fact that they're three-point favorites blows my mind in Denver. Blows my mind.
1: Did they cover last week?
2: No. No, they have, by uh, a half a point. They're seven and a half point yeah.
1: favorites? Yeah. They're not good to you gamblers. I bet the under was a good, the under was a great play last week.
2: And, yeah, I don't remember but I'm sure it was under. Yeah. It, had, it be, had to be high forties. It was
1: but um yeah, so and so with their minus three this week and what's the total? Any idea?
2: I think it was like forty three. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's
1: pretty low. Well I mean Yeah, I know. They have a good defense, there's no doubt about that. I mean, they have those beasts that rush off the edge, Demarcus Webb, Vaughn Miller, and uh, Brady was all over them today saying they're some of the best that ever did it in his press conference. They also have two lockdown corners, and, uh, you know, uh, Akeem Talib and Chris Harris, two guys that played together in college, you know, our, bo- our old boy Oh, so they
2: played together in college? Yeah,
1: University of Kansas. And, um, you know, they, they're sick, and that allows the defense to really free up and, you know, do a lot of things when you have those two lockdown corners you know much like the bats last year you know they can throw a lot of different schemes at you a lot of different looks and a lot of different pressures so i hear you that in the skill positions we are very depleted and it looks the worst we do of all Yeah, i am getting encouraged with the fact that we are getting healthier on the offensive line and that if we have to be a smash mouth football team we have the capabilities to go. do
2: that here we go again this, Here this, we go again. December football.
1: The calendar is about to turn to December. I'm telling yeah. you, these 15 carry 60 yard games that that old boy's getting, Gary Blount, are going to turn into twenty 120 games. Believe me. When it gets
2: cold, guys stop wrapping up. You I you know I understand what you're saying, but do we have somebody to run the ball? I don't think Blount's the answer. I mean, unless James White and I don't think he can do it. I don't think the the running game is ever going to take uh precedence in that offense. It just won't. It just it just won't. They can't do it. It's it's about the game plan, buddy. It's about the game plan. Okay. It, but if there's any if there's any week that it's going to happen, it would be this week because I don't know what they're going to uh, this offense is. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, which is fun in some ways. It's it's fun to see what they're going to come out and do, and I I feel like they're going to work in James White a lot. They have to in order to have Blunt have a successful game. James White is going to have to be very active.
1: Well, also when James White is used, he's like the the hot read on all the blitzes, you know. So if teams are all going to blitz, you know, he's going to have a good game. He's going to have to have a good game because he's that. Well,
2: read, boom, boom. And you're going to have to make the defense respect James White in order for Blunt you got to set Blunt up to be successful. He's not going to be successful on his own. He, but
1: sometimes success is kind of relative, okay? Because a, a foot, a, a yard and a half where he smashes into two dudes, that's going to pay dividends in the fourth quarter, you know, even if it's not paid dividends on that exact play, you know? But – um you know, you just down on blunt force drama, man. He's he's a necessary evil, and now I know, especially
2: listen, I, I, he, I, I, I love blunt. Yeah, I do. I, I love when he gets in the end zone. He kind of like does this little thing. You know, so uh, very smooth, he, and he stands with with the Patriots as they fire off the the muskets. You know, I, I like. I, I love it all. You know, I just I just I, I feel like he does need a little bit of a supporting cast in order to be successful, and that's fine. Like, look. Let's let, you know, let him out the gate because he's going to be out the gate now for, for the next six weeks. Yeah. You know, but I, I expect James White to be very active this week. They're going to start trusting him, and he's going to have to play that role.
1: Hey man, they started trusting this past week. He got two touchdowns, but yeah, the Broncos' D's tough. They're only allowing, and this is another reason why I think it could be a blunt game: one hundred and ninety point six passing yards a game. So, and they're they're incredibly fast defense. So, what do you do to incredibly fast defense? You run a beast of the east right between the tackles, right down their throats. And that's what you do.
2: Or you run a wishbone with him, bold and and white. wishbone. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Imagine if the Patriots came out with a wishbone this week. (laughs) Wow.
1: Somewhere, Bo Schemblecker is smiling. Wow. Uh, But, uh,
2: yeah. No, to me, I've actually... I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying what like going into Denver, like how they how they're going to manage this game and how they're going to pull this off offensively. It's it's fun to watch in some ways. I mean, granted, I wish we had all our weapons, but um, you know, it'll be, it's going to be interesting. And I think I, I think your boy Chris Hopper, you, you got to see some things out of him. And, yeah, we're going to have to. But you know, I think his role will be like. The playbook will be simplified and, and find ways to find him open. I don't know. I mean, this, I mean, this is not the defense you want to be trying things out with right. new players. But, you know, we'll see. LaFell obviously will have to. Hopefully Amendola will be. LaFell had a pretty good game this past yeah. week. He had yeah. some big
1: catches. Absolutely. He had some big catches. So hopefully you can keep that rolling because there is a very real possibility. Our top two uh, wideouts going into this game are Brandon LaFell and Chris Hoppe. Oh, <laughs> uh, but hey, you know, next man up. It's—I mean, there's 53 guys out there. We're gonna need every single one of them, as Coach Belichick likes to say.
2: Why was there no buzz? I mean, really, no buzz at all about you know, some a free agent wide receiver at all? Is it about just, bringing somebody yeah, in? Like, is, I, is, you, is, you want that Randy Moss? You want that hot name? Don't no. You? I I get it. Uh, I, I throw that out. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. He says he still can play. But here's the, the only reason I'm throwing it out is is they don't pick up anybody. They pick up people who know the system, who's played here. So that's why I say Randy Moss. You know, like the, like, uh, the other name that was out there was Santana Moss. Mm. But, like, the, these guys, like, they don't – Reggie Wayne, he came. He was like, I'm out. This yeah. is, this, that is I don't know too hard. This is too much. Yeah. I'm out. So to me, someone like Randy Moss, I mean, I feel like he could some way – be somewhat effective like whether he how many snaps he's played I don't know but he, he might be able to help Chris Harper. you know he might be able to like hey man this is you know he, he knows the system he knows the, the plays he knows the playbook he knows Tom Brady he, you know like sounds good
1: bring him back as wide receivers coach alright he's been out of the league what three years you can't, you can't throw him back in the mix despite how you know fond we remember him back in 07 he, he could play two weeks in the NFL you know?
2: right now Yes, he could. Right. Get him on the phone. I, you have his, you have his number, don't phone. you? He's you have his number. Big right?
1: fan of the show. Yeah,
2: so <laughs> he'll probably call him in right now. <laughs> Randy, t- tweet me. Well, let, let, call me. Tweet Let's him. get you on the show.
1: At Jay Shirella. You guys can always do that during the during the show. Can always try and steer our conversation in a direction you can say you know please you know, do because a- he's
2: staring at it in all the wrong ones
1: like i don't have a twitter account occasionally we like to put up on a lower third app. mike conley and i'm sure mike conley the memphis grizzlies is getting some odd tweets like hey you know cut your hair you hippie bastard you know uh you know <laughs> you shut your mouth you fat. Bastard. you know something like that you know mike mike conley's getting in memphis grizzlies different Mike Conley <laughs> I'm the Mike Conley without a handle <laughs> better jump shot but less of
2: a handle you got a couple handles here right here I, hey, see going on with the yeah, I don't really
1: know what the whole Movember thing is but I hear it's about men's health and I'm a man who needs to be in better health so I figured I better do it <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm not raising any money for anything but you know I just figured I'd kind of you know blend in with the crowd you don't think so
2: well I mean it sounds like you're not a leader you're a follower wow
1: wow you know who is a leader me. <laughs> I was going to say Tom Brady. And thank God he's on our squad. But, um, yeah. So, there was something I was going to say. But, you know, hey, you know, it leaves me. It leaves me. So, um you like our chances this week. You got to. I mean, when you look at this calendar, okay, this let's... is one of those, those tough games. Because in oh. Mile High is always a tough place to play.
2: Listen, when we were all healthy... We looked at this game and we said to ourselves, "Oh, well, this might be the game we lose." Going into this weekend, let's be honest. I, it's I don't know. I don't know that they can. I don't know that they come out of Denver in. If it was in New England, I might feel like okay, we can pull this off. But in Denver, it's a tough place to play, and you got a lot of you know young guys going into that offense right now, and the ah, you know, defense is so good. I don't know, but the Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, Josh McDaniel, they just know how to win. And to me, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They just find ways to win, and I love that. Yeah. And so, it's the Patriot way. I don't just know. Just make enough plays. I don't know what to think. Usually, uh, every every week, I am like, yeah, you know, they they should win this game. I don't know, but that's what's gonna be so much fun to watch. Yeah. What okay. do you think? Tell me your honest opinion. Don't just like, oh, Tom Brady's number twelve. He's the best. He's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Yeah, all those things. I mean, I'm, I'm
1: obviously I'm confident. time, you know I get to Belichick and Brady are in there. They're healthy. Somebody's got to get a Z pack for Coach Belichick, by the way, because the dude's like in his press conference. He's like swallowing phlegm and stuff. I mean, somebody you know get that guy healthy. Um, but. I'm I'm always confident, and I'm especially confident when they're going up against the young quarterback, because Belichick's going to scramble this too. Plus, Denver's offensive line is suspect, especially the left tackle position. It's kind of been a little revolving door since they lost uh, Ryan Clady in the preseason. And uh, I don't see them being able to protect the Osweiler any better than they protected Manning. But because he's a little bit more mobile, you know, he's going to be a little bit better about completing the whole offense, the bootlegs, and what have you. So... I, I see the Pats' D line being the uh, difference maker in this one.
2: The Pats' D line. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so w-
1: big day out of Chandler Jones. So
2: you're thinking Pats win low scoring game. Twenty
1: uh,
2: seventeen. How about twenty
1: seven thirteen? I I don't like to do predict stuff. I don't like to break stuff. Ooh. So we're not going to do that. We're not going to predict. You know, we're just going to throw our support behind the uh, the hometown boys as they go to You know what game? I don't like to look ahead on the schedule, but that at Houston game kind of scares me. Houston's getting a little hot right now. Their defense is starting to round
2: into mm-hmm. shape. Yeah. Well, know? I mean, that's uh, you that's you're gonna w- a knock on are Vin- you Vince Will Fork. Are you seriously worrying about Houston with Denver on Sunday? Is, is that what you're telling me right now?
1: No. Okay. I told you
2: I wasn't going to
1: look ahead, and I wasn't going to worry about that. But if I was the person that would look ahead, that would be the game that would worry me. Right now, because I am a uh, fan of the New England You're Patriots. You're playing the number one defense in and the league a on fan, Sunday. I am a fan of the, the Belchickian way. I'm just looking towards the Denver Broncos. That's all I'm worried about right now. All I'm worried about is the Denver
2: Broncos. You should be.
1: You know? You should be. So, gang, are you listening for us every Wednesday night at, uh, what are we on, 9.05 uh, Pacific Time? You know, you can find us on YouTube, iTunes. Please comment in the YouTube section. Let us know if we're doing a good job, a bad job. Let us know if you want to hear more stories about, you know, Jason stunning the athletic growth of his children. Whatever you guys want to hear. <laughs> we want to be here for you and uh, make it an entertaining <laughs> program. So... um Yeah, we're excited about Pat's Broncos. We're undefeated. Please stay tuned next week. Hopefully we'll be talking about an 11-0 and team. It's going to be tough. It's
2: going to be very tough.
1: He's Jason. I'm Mike. This is Patriots Rap 360. Go Pat's!